Peter stopped murmuring, leaned back in his chair, and sighed. He rubbed his eyes, then stretched and groaned. It was a very indelicate thing to do in company, the sort of thing one might expect from a coarse field worker. He seemed to censor this approval, or perhaps he had forgotten her and now suddenly remembered that he had company. Without straightening himself in his chair, he turned his head and looked at her. Sorry, he said. I forgot I was not alone. Wang Mu longed to speak boldly to him, despite a lifetime retreating from bold speech. After all, he had spoken to her with offensive boldness when his starship appeared like a fresh-sprouted mushroom on the lawn by the river, and he emerged with a single vial of a disease that would cure her homeworld path of its genetic illness. He had looked her in the eye not fifteen minutes ago and said, Come with me and you'll be part of changing history. Making history. And despite her fear, she had said yes. And now sat in a swivel chair watching him behave crudely, stretching like a tiger in front of her. Was that his beast of the heart, the tiger? Wang Mu had read the hegemon. She could believe that there was a tiger in that great and terrible man. But this one? This boy? Older than Wang Mu, but she was not too young to know immaturity when she saw it. He was going to change the course of history? Clean out the corruption in the Congress? Stop the Lusitania fleet? Make all colony planets equal members of the hunter worlds? This boy who stretched like a jungle cat? I don't have your approval. He sounded annoyed and amused, both at once. But then she might not be good at understanding the inflections of one such as this. Certainly it was hard to read the grimaces of such a round-eyed man. Both his face and his voice contained hidden languages that she could not understand. You must understand... I'm not myself. Wang Mu spoke the common language well enough at least to understand the idiom. You are unwell today? But she knew even as she said it that he had not meant the expression idiomatically at all. I'm not myself. He said again. I'm not really Peter Wigan. I hope not, said Wang Mu. I read about his funeral in school. (laughs) I do look like him, though, don't I? He brought up a hologram into the air over his computer terminal. The hologram rotated to look at Wang Mu. Peter sat up and assumed the same pose, facing her. There is a resemblance, she said. Of course, I'm younger, because Andrew didn't see me again after he left Earth when he was, what, five years old? A little runt, anyway. I was still a boy. That's what he remembered when he conjured me out of thin air. Not air at all. Out of nothing. Not nothing, either. Conjured me all the same. He smiled wickedly. I can call spirits from the vasty deep. These words meant something to him, but not to her. In the world of path, she had been expected to be a servant, and so was educated very little. 
Later, in the house of Han Fedze, her abilities had been recognized, first by her former mistress, Han Qingzhao, and later by the master himself. From both she had acquired some bits of education, in a haphazard way. What teaching there had been was mostly technical, and the literature she learned was of the Middle Kingdom, or of Path itself. She could have quoted endlessly from the great poet Li Qingzhao, for whom her one-time mistress had been named, but of the poet he was quoting, she knew nothing. I can call spirits from the vasty deep, he said again. And then, changing his voice and manner a little, he answered himself. Why, so can I, or so can any man. But will they come when you do call for them? Shakespeare? She guessed.